Okay, test one, two, three. Test one. That's better. <laughs> was that a poop? Oh. Uh, like a like a gas bubble. I was slowly letting out in a non-fart way. I know that, but isn't that still a fart? Even though if you don't hear it, like, no, because this one didn't come out. It wasn't really a fart. It was like a bubble that I reabsorbed, uh, or I just kept inside. You're like, no, 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 no internal no, 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 no. fart. Come back, mm-hmm. come back. <laughs> stomach queef. What do we call this? I don't know. <laughs> mm, that'd be a good punk band. Stomach. We're queef. the stomach queefs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're here at stomach queefs and we're here to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> is anal queefing a lot uh, a big thing? That's just farting. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Why? No, it was like a different, like, because farts are when, like, your digestive system are kind of squirting out some gas. Like, that's gas ver- versus, you mean like a, I mean, like a post-fucked or something. Or like, I mean, yeah, that's, that happens, like, difference. every single time. Right, I'm just saying, those are different things. Anal queefs and farts are different. Okay. Yeah, I could get on board with that. Like a anal queef being the thing that happens like once you've been pounded so hard, all that extra air That's needs the air to get bubble. out. Yeah, because yeah. a queef is an air bubble thing. Yeah, and then just a a fart being like your digestive system is releasing some without gases. your thing. Yeah, and yeah. like inter- intervention or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old boy lesbian, for now. And we're bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. You can follow us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Okay, so I... I have this experience that's fucking wild and it's wild for me because it's like this girl slides into my DMs and it's this experience of like I haven't like actually flirted with anybody online since I was like, you know, a boy and like 16, 17 years old. Really? Like doing some Nothing like webcam shit. I mean, I've like messaged with people, but like never had just like any but, kind of- but always within, like, uh, somebody within reach, right? Yeah, okay. So, like, somebody I was, like, gonna see because they were in the same city as me. This person, she lives in a different city, and so it's like, yeah, there's thousands of miles between us, whatever. But, like, I, di- I couldn't tell she was flirting with me or not because I haven't, like, had this experience since I was so young. Ever since then, it was like, I'll flirt with you online, then we're gonna meet up somewhere IRL. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eventually, like, I don't know, maybe I played it cool just long enough or like she got fresh. I don't but eventually it was just like very clear that she was flirting with me. And so over the last like day or so, I've been having to like fucking think about how to online flirt, which has been wild. It's a whole like you want to talk about like a weird script and a weird like thing to do. It's like I'm sure that people that do this all the time have like some idea of like 
good boundaries of what mm. you do and don't say and what kind of conversation you have. Like, are we having full sentences? Is, this, is every sentence supposed to be like pointed and flirty? How clever do I need to sound? How pedantic should I, you know, all this like Feel shit. Feel it out with head. every person. Yeah. But that's, I've never had to do that through a purely virtual medium before as an adult and as a trans girl mm-hmm. navigating the world like this. So this is a huge, like weird first, right? And I'm mm-hmm. just like, fucking A. So, Cause like, you know, I'm trying to sound cute and I'm trying to be flirty, but I'm not trying to be too like aggressive or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, but it's hard because, you know, like us, like, fuck, it's like in two seconds, it can, it can go somewhere real dark, yeah. real fast, or real weird, real fast. And so I'm having to constantly be like, filter Should as a normal I? person, filter. But you don't want to be too normal. You want to show them your Yeah, I want to be a little, I can't like, yeah, be a fake person, right? But I can't like start be like making, you know, butthole hymen jokes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, you but, give it in small doses tact- tactfully. tactfully for, and then just start, yeah, see what you can get away with. But uh, it's also been crazy because it, there's this weird dynamic to it, like a weird dual power dynamic where since it is all virtual and it's just like messaging. And then like last night, like we send each other like some like cute pictures and cute videos. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, that was, a, that, that's a whole thing. I have to like, I'll get to that in a second, but like, it's just odd because at any point in time, there's no social pressure to continue talking. And so like, you both, you know that you can both just decide never to talk to this person again, and they also can just decide that at the same time. Yeah, and that is fucking. That's been the most not stressful, but just uncomfortable thing to deal with. Because like, gotta not think about it. I know I try to, but it's like when it's such like a turn-based like video game. It's like Final Fantasy VII. Like you get to make a move, then they make a move. Then you yeah. make a move, they make a move. And maybe you get a special, so you make like three moves in a row and send like mm-hmm. three messages. But then you're like, oh, fuck, did I waste that? That's a yeah. lot of talking mm-hmm. all at once. I don't want to look like a fucking thirsty bitch, yeah, even though I'm a thirsty bitch. Yeah, but you can also tell whether she's like super into you and also allowing herself to be dorky and vulnerable. And yeah, but I think that's the place where like it, we finally figured that out last night where, where yeah. it was like, or that's what it felt like to me. It went from just like this kind of over the last few weeks like a message here a message there like one little exchange here there to like talking and having like conversation as ourselves a little bit more Mm -hmm. which is also a weird thing because even though it's all through messaging and these like little pictures and videos it didn't feel inauthentic and planned it did feel like talking as myself Mm -hmm. right which is something I didn't expect I felt it to always kind of feel a little more manufactured, but it was like, yeah, it was I really love cute. On, I love online flirting. I know. I like went to bed like Messaging smiling and giggling. I was like, that was like, I've always fucking loved adorable. It. When I discovered that, that was you know how I got my first girlfriend. Is that I was really good at that kind of texting, you know, but we were using computers at the time. But yeah, yeah. Like, type. I don't know. Like just having a little bit of time to plan and be a little, and then you can be. I don't know. It's fun. I like to use Tinder that way. I'll. I mean, I'll flirt with people sometimes, but yeah, different people that sometimes you keep it real cool, and then the other people you just start going there immediately with some weird shit because you you just you know what I mean. They go a little weird, you go a little weirder, and you just keep you know. Yeah. It's fun. I. Uh, yes, and all the way. Yeah. You know? Yes, ending. The the two things. One the one kind of like dirty thing that I said but like was really honestly a little proud like I was y'all weren't home mm-hmm. and uh people that were here had left 
And so I was like, dude, I'm fucking high as shit. Like I'm fixing to play so much bass by myself. Just like, which isn't nerdy as fuck, but I was so happy about it. Right. And that, and that's like kind of when we started really, like really messaging. And so like in one of the first pictures I sent, I was just sitting in like the orange egg chair, like holding a bass. Mm-hmm. And she just responded with like, are you, I can't shoot something like, I love how you're just casually like holding a bass. And I was just like, dude, yeah, I'm fucking stoned to shit and like <laughs> alone. Right. But it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that kind of like moments like, Oh, I am just kind of being myself here and like giving mm-hmm. you a picture. Like a look into that. I had a bigger point, but I forgot what so it was. going to be something about dirty talk or. Oh yeah. And so she was like sent back, like, uh, what are you going to do to that base later? And uh-huh. gave it like a the side eye emoji, mm-hmm. I think like the sly side eye as I think of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, I was like, okay, this is a clear, that was one of those moments where I was like, oh, I got to deliberate. How do I do? Cause like, comedian me it's mm-hmm. like i've got like three paragraphs of what i could tell you i'm going to do to it but that's mm-hmm. too much so we're going to like not do that i was like we have to be like address the obvious i can't deny the invitation to make a joke but it can't be so far that it's like whoa what are you doing mm-hmm. and so i responded with like i'm probably going to finger it for a little bit but after a while i might start slapping it <laughs> yeah it's like right and uh, she was like, wow, you really made that one work. <laughs> I was like, I know, honestly, I'm a little proud, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that was like the first like, kind of like, yeah, sexy thing. But then the other thing is like, I've never flirted via like video clip, you know, uh-huh. as a adult woman. And it's wild. It's weird. Cause like, she's, good at it she has this fucking personality for it in a weird way like i don't know Mm -hmm. i i just like i end up talking into the camera like she does like cute just like i'm just being in my environment things like and then i'm just like uh so uh (laughs) i'm here and uh i don't know what i'm doing i'm trying to get better at it but it's also like i have to figure out how to take like flirty pictures that aren't just straight nudes yeah. You know, because like back when I was doing all this, I was just like, you know, gay be- gay boy on the internet. So I was just like, well, how do you want me? Like, I'll spread yeah. my asshole open. What can I put in it? You know, <laughs> no, here's a picture be. of it. There was like, that was just what I leapt into. And yeah. this is like, I like the flirtiness of uh-huh. it. But like, I have to figure out how to take like cute, make myself look cute as fuck. Like, but even though I'm doing nothing but laying on the couch, just uh-huh. like, these little angles yeah but it's fun because it's like you're thinking of that person as you're doing it right Mm -hmm. it's not just i I always thought it would be like more of a hassle of just like why do people do that like you're just like fake posing it's like oh yeah it's like yeah it's like you're thinking of the person while you're doing it so it's kind of fucking hot yeah like i didn't i I don't know maybe it's taken me this long (laughs) into like my whole like being able to like role play well and like just being pretty down to like go into some head spaces that like I'm able to slip into like this like virtual flirt headspace uh-huh. and like let my brain and my body kind of like get into those messages and get into that experience and draw the experience out of the phone and into like my physical like reality of what I'm doing right So I got bangs, uh, which is like just the biggest life change for me. 
second mm-hmm. biggest life change for me over the last week. <laughs> second biggest transition. Oh, <laughs> last week. Oh. <laughs> In my entire life, bangs are the biggest trans, ways. single biggest transition <laughs> I've ever what made. I can think of, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it was. I did it because, like you know, I talked like last week or a couple weeks ago about posting on that like our trans passing thing, mm-hmm. and the one like solid piece of criticism. Well, two pieces were one: don't use so much bottom eyeliner, if any, and two: you would look good with bangs. And like I've had people suggest them to me before, and so I fucking was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. And so I went and I got some bangs. Uh, and it's been amazing. It's been great for my confidence. I've become way more sassy. Mm, uh, but that's interesting. I fucking I I hate this like Sailor Moon shit that's going on. It's just like got to end where like my bangs have been trained to part down the middle, and so now they make like this like little like oh that was a dog. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I thought that was like a fart for a second. I was like, whoa, Ariel. That, <laughs> that was a Cooper. That was expressive. <laughs> so I feel about your bangs. <laughs> oh, fuck you, dude. I See, yeah, okay. So I love my fucking bangs. I think they're great. I post about them on Instagram. Everybody loves them. People at work were all like, oh my God, your bangs are amazing. I'm so excited about these bangs. I come home and like Ariel sees the bangs and I'm expecting like, you know, a warm roommate like oh you just got a new haircut like i'm so happy for you like clearly like bangs are a big deal to do like it's not just a light decision so like yay good go you instead i get just like oh oh well okay yeah i mean it's gonna take me some time to get used to like bitch what like are you fucking kidding me like and like and like and then i was like what i was like you don't like them you're like no i mean it's just well, it's not the bangs you said you were getting. As if I was like stuck to like a contract. Like you were gonna do the, like the long swoopy bangs and well, you just I did like the straight the long across. Swoop. We had a specific yeah, conversation you, about I know, how I don't then, like the straight across the, bangs. Yeah, but the thing is, like, even if you don't like it, you can acknowledge like a general level of aesthetic goodness. And then also, I'm your fucking friend that just got a haircut, and like I your first reaction was like. Oh, you're the only person who had okay, it. I've never been good at the whole girl on girl compliment thing. It's not it's, a girl on girl. It's a human on human. It's like your best friend I, but comes the home with some new thing shit. Is specific. You, you just say it. So it doesn't matter if you feel it in your heart. You're like, oh, that's so, so good you for want, you. You wanted me to lie. In that instance, yes. See, if I'd I come home with like those fucking like baby, like half inch bangs and like worse, fucking yes. sideburns, you, you'd be like, girl, somebody did you, did you done, done, did you wrong. You need yeah. to go get your fucking money back. You need to be pissed at so somebody for what they did So anything short of that, that, you just want me to go, oh my God, you look so great. Yeah. And, and if I'm asking your opinion on like an outfit or something, like then be honest. But like, if it's like a new permanent, semi-permanent thing that I just did, it's like, uh-huh. yeah, you fucking like bury the truth that you feel you need to say and you fucking lie that's called I being a good person I, yeah i just don't it's i'm i've never been good at um faked exuberance um i it can kind of be like oh the best i could have done would have been like oh that looks nice <laughs> that's something. all you need to do well, i mean that would have been you, better then i said hey put your hair up <laughs> and then bada bing bada boom it looked better the bangs look better when your hair's up it has a look but just when it's down it was just more straight across than i 
you know, I was let down. I really like the picture you showed me. And also, I don't know, I have a thing with bangs where people lie to women about bangs all the time. And it's a self, it's this perpetuating cycle where like everyone keeps pretending that they love everyone's bangs. And so everyone keeps getting bangs. And I just want women to get out of that. Guys, you don't need straight across bangs. bangs get the are, swoopy ones. I fucking disagree. No one disagree. likes them. You guys are all lying to each other. <laughs> okay. No, but I do think that there's like an element of that. Where I love girls with bangs. It it's been a thing. I've been, I've looked for porn that's girls with bangs before. Like it, like your whole like we're just perpetuating this. That is just fucking bullshit. <laughs> well, that's I just think you trying to justify you your own just shitty say, feelings against bangs. No, but you also like everyone. You're saying you want me to lie, and you're saying everyone loves them. You don't know whether they love them because you're asking people to lie to you. But that's, that's all my I, point. But that's we all don't I know. need, though. Is, it's fine. The truth is different but than you, like what I'm experiencing. But what I need in that moment is that like lie, poten- that potential lie. Because here's the thing: I don't think most people are lying. I'll give you maybe two or three other people don't dig them. But like on the whole, I think most people fucking like the bangs. Well, I think the bangs it, were... Because uh, here's the thing. Here's the, also probably better than your last hair. Your old haircut wasn't much of a haircut. No, that's so, the thing. But I've also had tons of different haircuts like over the course yeah. of my life, boy and girl. And honestly, my boy haircuts were more girly than any haircut I've had since then. I was yeah. doing some elaborate shit, right? Lots yeah. of scene kitty haircuts. Mm-hmm. Lots of really like... Arts, anywho, I I think that I know how my face looks. The shape of my face hasn't changed much, like since mm-hmm. like transition. I'm just telling you, like I had like a moment when I saw those fucking bangs. I was like, this is what I'm supposed to have been doing. Okay, it was like fuck I yes, like just... that, like fucking fix not not fixed my face, but like I know how to frame my face. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just too afraid of bangs because I think there is that stuff, stupid fucking stereotype around girls just get bangs when they're going through something wrong. That is you a just, thing, yeah. yeah, I know, but I'm, I think that's a fucking sexist piece of shit stereotype. And the reality I've only heard is women like, say. Yeah, I know. I've heard other people say it. Like, But I'm just saying like, everything's going right in my life and I decided to do bangs. Yeah. And I'm like glad I did it too. trying to be bang too. positive. Um, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, it, yeah, the truth maybe is that your bangs even do look better than whatever was going on with your hair before. But I had seen that picture or a couple of pictures of some actresses that you showed us when you were talking about getting the bangs. And so I just had an, a, a, a deep gut reaction of like, oh, man, you said you were going to get those bangs that I like. And instead you got bangs that are like pretty straight, pretty straight across. So I know, I'm sorry, I got in trouble with this in my future second ex-marriage um, because I wasn't good at like receiving gifts if I didn't, if I wasn't fully, you know what I mean? It's not even, if, it, if it's like a medium gift, I can kind of fake it. But if it's one where it's like, oh God, you really don't know me at all. Um, it's just hard for me, you know? And so when I have that, I just, I ha- remember how I got addicted to the truth at one point and... Yeah, I mean, I, I know get you've it. told me to lie more. Yes, I guess I haven't practiced lying, my lying is a skills. healthy human skill. You don't you you deploy <laughs> it in very it like positive, ethically okay ways. You know, like it's a good tool to use to like keep interpersonal relationships strong and to help people feel better about themselves. And you don't lie to the point to where it's like detrimental to where some like motherfucker who like you know is a fucking two thinks they're a fucking seven and starts trying to go audition for like you know yeah. Like, like, you know, spitting their sevens. I know, but I'm being extreme here Mm -hmm. and just, you know, in my head, it's just like somebody who clearly like looks as if they live like a slovenly lifestyle. Like that just doesn't take care of themselves at all. And like, just like appears kind of disheveled. If they go out for like the role of like the high school hot guy, you know, it's like, 
clearly, I'm not saying you're not a good person, like right? It's not an indictment on your character, but just visually, it doesn't fit. That's when lying's a problem. Lying's a problem when like you like inflate people's egos to the point to where you're setting like them into a reality that's mm-hmm. non-existent. You know, just the false expectations. I guess I feel abound. very much afraid of people lying to me. Um, and me getting false information. Like I want to be really self-aware. And so I think that's why I'm like, I project onto others that I should tell them the truth. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you're the one that likes to say you want to live in a world of love, not fear. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I think a part of this is just going to be you learning to trust people. Like, you know, instead of having to always tell the truth, learn to just trust what somebody's saying and, and like, learn to build trust. Learn that with, I can lie, but everyone else is telling the truth. No, but learn that, like, if they are there, you don't have to worry about it. That it's not necessarily false information. You're being told what you need to be told and that's and what you need to base your judgment off of. And if you need, if you're going to, like, have to base your judgment off something else, you have to trust that people are good enough to give you the correct information, Why right? can't I just be your one friend who's like, ooh, maybe next time get the swoopy ones? You can say maybe next time get the swoopy ones, but you couch it in a compliment. I did. I said when you put it up, it looks nice. That's... That's not a compliment. That's a fucking double-sided compliment. But it looks really nice when you I know, put but it that, up. I'm just saying like, you know, it, the way you express all those opinions like when I come home is like, "Oh my god. Oh, it looks so great. Oh, what does it look like when you pull it back? Can I see it back? Pull it back." Fuck yes. Okay, I'm only looks- getting into doing that genuinely right now. Like, that's very new for me to show any amount of like, "Oh my god." Like, it's new to me to show I'm, any amount of emotion. Well, so I'm good. just just okay, I am getting there, but now that I think about it, it's that thing even if I loved your bangs I wouldn't my instinct would not be to be like oh my god I love you know like it would just be like oh did you get your hair cut that looks nice yeah, this is I'm just telling Maybe. you like Asperger's to Asperger's this is a script that if you can fucking learn it will oh, make this is you like a better have person a, this is like the sup sup thing just memorize it yeah <sighs> okay yeah let me practice and eventually oh. you'll feel it you know will I yeah cause there are times where in like I've had people come in in different situations like that with a new outfit or something, and I just go go to the script because I know I need, it's what needs to be done. But there's sometimes when someone comes in and like I actually really do dig whatever new thing they have, uh-huh. and I already have that script there. So then I'm able. It's like I'm an actor in a play, and I've memorized the script, so now I can really act it right, yeah. and I can really I don't have to worry about what I'm saying, and I can just like fo- focus on my emotions and feelings of enjoying it enough to actually like convey that in a genuine manner which is harder to do at right other okay in time. i think i also maybe have some gender dysphoria stuff going on here where i've lived in a community of girls since i was growing up and i like always didn't like a lot of their styles and fashions and clothes and hair choices and mm. so i was probably just going why are these women <laughs> lying to each other this stuff looks awful but it was probably just because i don't like a lot of girly looks and so that was just my own internalized i think like sexism or whatever you know trans whatever about myself that i was yes whatever my issue my hang-ups about femininity and that i I always just felt like just like girls were lying to each other about how pink and purple were ever all of our favorite colors even though there's no way some of them didn't prefer blue and green you know like it felt clearly it felt like we've been lying with girls that's what we do we just lie to each other about everything until we wear the most ridiculous clothes and have the stupidest hair but i think that's like for me those things would be ridiculous maybe for y'all you genuinely yeah like this shit but i think that 
when you know you're just raised around it and you're going am i the only sane person here who just wants to wear reasonable clothes and like reasonable colors and things and so like for me like bangs are just one of those trigger like things of like the cult of feminine lying you know girls lying to each other in my mind it was just like why are you guys all pretending to like each other's bangs they clearly look stupid why are you guys wearing these ridiculous flowery fluffy but you know but i mean that's like that's just like young you like experiencing like the paradigm of femininity doing what you do no but but doing what you do now which is like you impose your worldview onto like everybody else you always try and like make like you know broad yeah yeah normalizing universal statements and that's what you're doing it's like you disliked those things so you're like why can't everybody else see like this kind of objective truth that it's all i'm saying the reality is like yeah some of them actually their favorite colors are pink and purple Well, that's what i'm trying to say i think that was all because of just me being like the odd one out in terms of like gender shit as a kid i developed this thing where i just thought women have been just lying to each other so much that that you uh you know, like that women are, you know, that, that that's just how this has all gotten created. Um, all these fashions that I've always hated, but it's just like, and then some, some things that I could never wear do look nice on women. And I've started to accept more of them back, but it's like a whole healing process. You know, I used to not be able to date anyone who would wear a dress. Oh, damn. Like the girl is the first like girlfriend I've ever had. Since since Paige, well, oh, since my first girlfriend, the Mormon, who we did it for a few months, you know, yeah, but like, like it's it's been very healing, and she's helping me heal my relationship with my own femininity and my own female body and everything, and it's just like, but it's like only through her because I otherwise I just feel like a, a huge well of like disdain for femininity, and so that's what I realized. I started listening to my body when Mm. we were talking about this, and I realized, oh, this isn't about your bangs or my discomfort even with exuberance. This is more about, like, I get, get, like, feelings about feminine, and bangs were just, like, the one haircut of, you know, what, what in, you know, all throughout middle school and high school and everything. That's what girls would do. So, sorry. I will try to um, learn to lean in and fake it till I make it with complimenting people's new bold choices. Yeah, I mean, look, you I don't will. have to like always lie to them, but like, you know, I tell people I like shit that they're wearing that I don't like every fucking day. Yeah. But I love genuinely complimenting people. I always, I do try to find things where I can genuinely compliment. Just I know, always, but if I can't, I fake it. Yeah. Because it's a thing that I, I know matters. I think that's matters. true. I need to, because this is like something that could make me thing, evolve even beyond if, my mother's level of I've, yeah. operation. Because she's like this. Like, she won't, she doesn't like to lie to people. And sometimes it's just like, ugh, you have to just Fibbit. be a little kind. I don't know. And for me, it's like, you know, even though I don't like the choice you made, and I'm pretty sure other people might not like the choice you made. I think the fact that you made that choice is important and like, fuck, fuck, yeah, fuck what I think, fuck what other people think. Like, you keep doing you, you know, like, why should I like tell this person the truth and try and like fit them into like whatever, like mode of thinking or paradigm that I'm in. It's like the, my own inner punk tells me to go fuck myself in a lot of ways, which is why I just lied to people. It's like, you know what? Your shirt probably a piece of shit, but like, fuck yeah, man, it looks awesome. Right. It helps and like, me to think about it if I do think about it that way. Like, well, yeah, just because I I don't like something doesn't mean I can't like it for someone else. Yeah. If that's what they yeah. want and like, unless they seem <coughs> to really be asking for 
advice or help or whatever discernment, then just try to celebrate their individuality, even if you think they look stupid. Sure. Yeah, more yeah. or less. So predicament porn predicament or predicament porn. fetish. Mm-hmm. So what, how are you introduced to this? What was the, how is it told to you? Okay. What's your there example? Was, there was a comic from Las Vegas. Her name was Shauna Christmas. She was in town the other day and she was talking about predicament porn because like she just decided to watch whatever was on the front page of Pornhub that day. And it was like this woman who was stuck under a bed and then this guy just comes in and is like acting like he needs to get her out. And she said he was doing great at improv and everything. And they kept trying all these different ways to get her out. And that was like, I think eventually they did have sex, but like, it seemed very like fetishistic in that way of like, you're, you were enjoying the whole process of like, Oh, do we need to get some oil to get you out of here? Um, Oh, Oh, she's like, I, I misinterpreted stuck under the bed. Oh, I thought you meant like she it's a predicament in that like she's stuck under the bed and this dude's going to come in and she's not supposed to be there. And so she's in a predicament. She's hiding and unknown. No, I think there's predicament porn of like, yeah, like you're in some kind of you're like trapped trapped in some sort of way. It's like, oh, this is a real predicament. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she called it anyway. Predicament porn. So I was like, yeah, how do we fix this predicament? Or get you out of this predicament. I really like just saying the word predicament. Yeah. So a predicament (laughs) fetish. It's got dick in the middle. So, you know, it's sexy. But you know what it's kind of like is when you play, um, hey, I'm drowning and you're the lifeguard, you know? Yeah. So it's, you know, and then, oh, mouth to mouth. And then you're, you know, it's kind of that vibe. I like that. Yeah. Although isn't technically everything a predicament? I want to come and you could help me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'm in a real predicament. I'm in a real predicament. I could use your dick. Yeah. What's the definition of a predicament? Like the Webster. That's a good question. Predicament. A difficult, unpleasant, or embarrassing situation. Two, in Aristotelian logic, each of the 10 quote categories often listed as substance of being, quantity, quality, relation, place, time, posture, or having possession, action, and passion. Yeah, that doesn't matter. What? Yeah, an upset, an, a difficult, unpleasant, yeah. or embarrassing, embarrassing. situation. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, like, I, or a girl, uh, you know, takes off her clothes to jump in the water, but then they float away, and now she's naked and like. Uh, you know, guy or whoever um, comes in like that's a predicament. Mm. Like there's all kinds of predicaments, but I told him like, I'm into predicaments for yeah, sure. That's a cool fetish to have. That's like, yeah. That's totally one of my things. It's really fun and it, you can do it in so many different places and so, ways. Like it's so an easy. easy one to yeah enact in real life. Just right. Like what's a little predicament that we could create here? I mean, pretend. you kind of had a moment of it. Like when the girl took your top, or no, wouldn't, wouldn't fl- come bring you my, your shirt, right? You, yeah. Your shirt oh, came yeah. off, she wouldn't bring it. You were in a real predicament there. Yeah, exactly. It's in a predicament. And then you had to get out. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll do anything she tells me to do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the predicament part of it, mm-hmm. too. Because I guess I'm kind of into that, too. Because definitely when it, I get more into, like, uh, 
age play shit with like Adrian, mm-hmm. like a lot of that is predicament based where it's like mm. about me, like being like unhappy that I'm having to do a thing mm-hmm. or, uh, I'm embarrassed. I'm about to have to do a thing. And I'm like, it's kind of my bratty side, right? Where there, I'm in a real predicament where I'm being told I have to do a thing and I don't want to do a thing. And there's a punishment on the other side of the thing, you know, if I don't mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. So it's really a predicament of like, well, what do I do? How do I navigate this? Like in being caught in that, like, yeah, that space of tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that mm. tension because we like tension, right? It's why like when things are wrong or taboo or whatever, like that's a tension and a predicament is a tension. It makes things a little more, you know, a little higher stakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Mm. <laughs> okay well I, yeah we're just saying straight up that's just one of our yeah we like predicaments <laughs> i don't can't even think Two of thumbs like, up to predicament i can't even think of a way to like make it funny it just turns me on <laughs> thinking about it because it's like it's so easy to engage with if you ha- if you have just a little bit of creativity you can do so much with that if that's your thing mm-hmm. putting people in a predicament well, even the kind of um, dynamic roommate dynamic kind of things of people coming and going and like that exhibitionistic voyeuristic type of thing, but the, the there can be predicaments of like, oh, we, we got to come before you know Ava gets home or whatever, um, that sort yeah. of thing, or you know, I don't know, like little stuff like that. I think that's part of it's not 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 everything's just exhibitionistic. It's like it's creating the predicament. It's creating the like. Oh, you've, we've got to be quiet even as kind of a predicament, you know, yeah. constraints like that. See, for me, I think I'm more into like the embarrassed, humiliation-y kind of predicaments mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm going to like, cause like I think about like, oh, I accidentally, I'm doing all my laundry right as you like are getting home. I literally have no clothes to put on. And my roommate's like, you're not, you can't borrow my clothes. You have to stay like that. Like you did this to yourself. Like mm-hmm. that's like a great predicament to me. And you're like, yeah, and I have friends coming over, so you know, mm-hmm. I hope your clothes get done in time. That I love that yeah. predicament. That mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Creating little dramas, yeah. <laughs> I really do making porn. Those two videos, dude. I'm has saying made me I've been saying make, forever. Like, yeah, make some porn. There's still time for me to film you and the girl fisting. I know, <laughs> but I thought you were doing something for a thing in October. No, it's like this week. I know, but I'm going to be doing a show in San Antonio that day. I don't know. But it's late, right? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what time it starts. All right. I think that's good. Predicament porn. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo. Whatever. Monday, Monday is my shrooms day. <laughs> Are you on the tail end of mushrooms again? Of course. God damn it. Well, I told you we were going to the <laughs> uh, It's so funny because like I have a come up with shrooms, you know, it's like half an hour for me. It's like, oh, I wrestle with my demons, you know, like just what happens. Every time? Every time. Molly, kind of the same too, but not usually as like hard. It's like me and Joseph Smith. Okay, Joseph Smith, before he like sees Jesus and God together and everything, 
Like he talks about being enveloped in the darkness. And it's like the idea is he's wrestling with Satan before he has that vision. It's like, he totally just took hallucinogens and he has that come up that I have. And it's like, <laughs> this like, it feels like wrestling with fucking Satan. It's just like, and, and it started like, it got cla- suddenly it's the moment we hit the water, it'd been sunny and hot all day. The moment we hit the water, clouds, rain, and then my come oh, up. Man. And I'm like, mm, fuck you, God. But this always happens to me. That's what it does. It's just like, I have to like wrestle with my demons. And then I'm like, okay, the sun will slowly come out. See, and then it does. I don't know. For me, it's like, there's no more wrestling with it. It's like, I go through that same kind of like real quick, like thought pattern that I always go through the darker thought pattern. Right. Mm-hmm. When that hits, I'm like, Oh, okay, here's this. Let me just work through this logic tree real quick. And I just run through it. But I like have this apathetic attitude towards it because I'm like, this old fucking dog and pony show, you know, like this fucking dance yeah. again. It's like, it, it's lost. It's like impact on me. Right. In a, in a good way. It's, it's so that you it's move not like, on from even giving a shit. What? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know I still have, these, have to say to you. Yeah. I know I still have these feelings and I can go down this path, but like, I don't have an emotional attachment to that path anymore. That's just one option of how I can think about things. I can. And then I'm like, I really enjoyed thinking about all that same shit, but from this like happier option over here now, right? Uh-huh. Those thoughts are still there and I still move through it, but I have like a different association to it and a different like light on Yeah, things, that kind of right? makes sense, but it's a lot harder when it starts getting cloudy and raining. Oh, I know. You. That's fucking unfortunate. And that's the thing. It's like one thing is I'm, yeah, I learn how to breathe through stuff, and but then all of a sudden I'm like, I am breathing through this and accepting it and still I'm looking down and my, 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 uh, like, uh, little hair molecules are all on it. You know what I mean? What do you call follicle? You know, they're all, yeah. you know what I'm talking I'm, I'm like, I'm literally shit. My teeth are sh- chatter. You know, like I, I can't, I'm so cold and I'm so cold all the time. And then I'm like, there's no, I am trying to accept everything. I am trying to just be like, this is, but I'm just like, sometimes you just need to not accept. No, I know, but that's the like, thing. And then, so I was just in that place and I don't remember how we got onto this, but just, it was an interesting thing because then all of a sudden, the girl just paddles us to the sun and she doesn't have the come up. So it's so nice because like, cause she has her little panic attacks in real life, you know, and yeah. like loses it. And then I, I'm just like, this is when I have my panic attacks. It's an interesting thing. It's almost like I regulate like when I like, okay, when I do shrooms, I wrestle with the demons. <laughs> That's when I do that. So I'm just, I, I have to just be like, hold, hold myself and retreat into myself for I don't know, 20 minutes or something. You know what I mean? And so like I, she has to just take care of me. And then, and at one point she goes, do you want me to like paddle us toward the sun? I'm like, yes. (laughs) You know, because Mm -hmm. the whole thing, I'm just like silent. And it's just interesting because it's like, oh, like I'll take care of her sometimes. And like, like, you know what I mean? She has like her weaknesses, her like time that she has to like be taken care of. And then I'm the same. I just, it's at a different time, you know? Yeah. It's beautiful. I don't know. I mean, that kind of like ascribes to or is like a good example of like this idea that I have about how relationships work Mm -hmm. and good relationships work. So like, and this is some really cheesy shit. Not cheesy. It's not actually not cheesy. This fucking stupid. It just sounds cheesy because I'm fixing to say like (laughs) a bunch of like weird, dumb philosophical things. But like there's this idea in uh, like Andean thoughts of a thing called a tinkui. 
And Andean from the Andes. Yeah, and this is like uh, this is like pre-Columbian kind of like Andean thought. Um, and it's this like forceful coming together of like two things. Um, and so like the example that's most often given is like when two large rivers like come crashing together, it's not like smooth, it's tumultuous, right? But like the deficits of each kind of create the whole, Mm -hmm. right? And so the idea being that like there's different stages to like a relationship, but like the final stage is like where these two things or these things come together and the the faults of each are the strength of the other. Right. Right. So it's like, so it's, yeah, you have to get to a place too, where you accept those things instead of trying. Yeah. It's to, not a thing that needs to be corrected. It's yeah. Just where you just thing. go, Oh, Hey, look, it's look a, at how this could work. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing that like is in a, not just I'm an endearing here, factor, but it's here, like a thing that's like, is going to strengthen your relationship, yeah. your understanding of that fault yeah. of the other person or that like deficit or whatever. Yeah. Even though they're all negative words, it's not necessarily a negative thing. It's not, doesn't, but it's so nice to like be able to take care of someone. And it's nice, so nice to be taken care of that, like, yeah. These are just like beautiful things. Anyway. (sighs) All right. Well, and then she paddled us into the sun. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. I'm Janish Meeting, a native writer and comedian, and I'm thrilled to announce that my podcast, Woman of Size, has found a permanent home on the Hoo-Ha-Ha Network. On Woman of Size, I talk to artists, writers, activists, and thinkers about their big-ass lives, their big-ass experiences, and their big... Asses. Woman of size is plus size. Latina. Flawed. Curvy. Curvy. Thick queen. Queer. Fat. Black. Disabled. So come take up space and subscribe to Woman of Size on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Be big, baby. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha podcast.